podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast the weekend of Saturday, January 29th, 2022. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello! And this week's special guest, time for the big reveal, is Connor Mack. How are you doing, Connor? Good, guys. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. It's nice that our Patreon viewers get to know who it is, maybe about 15 seconds earlier. I feel that's <laughs> one of the benefits we should we should ham up here. <laughs> You have them in darkness, then the camera turns yeah, on. Yeah, that's it. It pans back <laughs> in. Just, it just illuminates. It's like, the, it's like the beginning of the chase. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks in about across both of our screens. <laughs> yeah. It's Connor Mac. <laughs> now, good to have you with us, Connor. Um, and looking forward to picks for, let's be honest, what is a very slim weekend football wise yeah. coming up? Yeah. Um, a lot of leagues are off. Um, the Afcon's obviously taking taking players out of uh, of various leagues anyway, and there's a bit of a break on in England, so there's no top flight games there either, and uh, no German top flight games in in either the Bundesliga or the Bundesliga's vice. So, um, but still, we've done our best to scour the rest of the rest of the footballing calendar, and we've got some good picks coming up after the break. Um, before we get to that, though, we need to recap on last week. I had I had an all right last week, and I, I say that purely because my outsider came in and, and saved the day for me um, at, at quite a big price. Um, it didn't didn't start very well with, with my banker of Magdeburg against Havelsa. The home win was 1-5 and they drew one each despite going 1-0 up and having won all eight home games they played this season against the Havelsa team that's second bottom of the league and has done nothing of note at all. Um, I thought that meant it was going to be one of those weeks. Uh, I mean, I would still back Magdeburg every single time they play Pavelsa. Like, it's, it's still it's still a reasonably good pick. Like, they are yeah. shite, but they they managed to they managed to get that uh, that result there. I uh, kicked off the banker. Well, actually, kicked it off overall. Um, this was on Saturday at two thirty. I had Hoffenheim versus Dortmund, and I had an over. 0.5 first half goals. It was one each half time. So I think in 13 minutes, Julian Brandt put me ahead. So I'll, I'll if there was a German top flight game this weekend, I'd be back in that exact same thing because it's came in the last two weeks in a row so comfortably. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my banker. So we're one of two on bankers. That was ideal as well. You could do very well with the over 0.5 first half goals. Rip John Walker. Like That's what we're all about. Four in a row or something you're, since you've switched to that tactic. It's been good meant for Australia to Germany, so it's working working very well for you. On to the value picks. Certainly wasn't much value in mine, as Connor would have told you had he been on last week's show. Um, we obviously have a, a group chat between all the hosts, and he really hated this. And he was right to Salford versus Colchester, the home win of five to seven in Salford were dreadful. They lost three nothing. They were what two 0 down within like half an hour or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Really they bad. weren't. They weren't. They weren't great. But you know, in fairness, in fairness, lower league English aficionado Dave Greenfield quite liked this pick. So that, 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 that gave me. A, that, he, he backed me up on this, and that gave me a wee bit of confidence that you were right all along, Connor. <laughs> is, that why, is that why he's not on the show this week? <laughs> no, 
he might be on next week. He's spinning the wheel, <laughs> random guest generator. No, what what they've actually said, because obviously we, you know, we went to everyone else first. And they, went, <laughs> and they went, Oh, there's not much of a card this weekend. Can I do next week? <laughs> so you got you got brought back in, Connor. So thank you. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I went to Value Town in uh, the Netherlands for me this last weekend. Uh, I took Twenty away at Villem Twy. Um, six to five. Twenty went off at won the game one nil. I would have much preferred them to be maybe up two nil at some point during this game. That would have made me feel a bit better. But winning one nil is fine. They scored in like the thirteenth minute or something as well. It was one of those games where you're like they've scored now. We just wait until that other goal goes in. Um, but yeah, it didn't. They won one nil. Six to five. Good value for me. On to the outsider picks. This is where my weekend turned for the better. In the German Bundesliga, Mönchengladbach have been really bad. And I still don't people really understand how bad they've been um, against Union Berlin. The away win was 23-10. Union went and won this game 2-1, but I actually backed it in play because they, they went 1-0 up and then they conceded a goal and it went to one each. And I got Union then at 92 in play. And I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, and they were deserved winners of the game. Uh, Gordon, I believe you watched some of it. Yeah, it wasn't as if it was one of those... Um, I watched the highlights from it. It wasn't as if it was one of those games where you're like, oh, they've they've snuck that one. No, nah, it was like all union, all union. Like, Munchen Gladbach are not in a great spot. No. Um, and I think backing against them, choice of opponents, like if they're playing against probably, I don't know, Heidenheim Firth. in the cup or Firth. Well, I might take Firth in that spot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, now that they've turned their season around um, ever yes. since I got this <laughs> that's it number one Firth fan in the south side um, but yeah so no great outsider pick there Andy yeah. 2-1 to one and then 92 is some additional spice so everyone everyone in the group liked it as well I backed it yeah. myself yeah. Uh, left it a bit late though didn't they about five minutes to go they scored to make it 2-1 yeah yeah, yeah. So it, was, it was 80 something minute but you know yeah. they, they got there and by all accounts deserved it so ha- happy with that yeah um, my outsider wasn't so well it wasn't wasn't so lucky I was on the right side of it it was Bastia versus league leaders to lose and I fancied Bastia at home Now, nil draw both teams get a man sent off in like 80 plus minutes so it wasn't as if one team played an hour down to 10 men Um even even spread as well. It wasn't again, wasn't as if Bastard had been bossed off the ball. One thing they did miss was that three of their players are currently at AFCON, one of which is the main striker for um I believe it's I think it's I was gonna say Gambia. It might be Gambia or maybe Guinea Bissau, but the main striker is away for that. Um but yeah, they, they, I, I was I was happier that Toulouse didn't win in this spot. Bastier draw was one to three, um, which showed you the bookies didn't didn't, they, they fancied to lose, but they didn't really think that there was going to be anything happening in that game of, of interest. So, yeah, didn't get the outsider in there. And uh, that was my first disappointment of the weekend. On to the charity pick. Um, and I think both of us had disappointing results for charity. I was in England in the lower leagues again. Um, and similar to the Salford-Colchester game, I was on the wrong side of Shrewsbury versus Bolton. Bolton scoring an injury time winner in that game. Um, so the home win for Shrewsbury obviously didn't come in. The charity bet was dead. Um, which was fine because that took the pressure. Well, it didn't take the pressure off me at all because I rebacked this so many times in play. Uh, this was LR Vicenza versus Citadella, uh, a game that I thought there would be limited goals in and Citadella would win. Uh, Citadella did not win. They drew three each with a very, very late goal in here. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, Vicenza went up 1-0. Zitadella brought it back to 2-1. It was then two each at half time. Um, they went up 3-2 and I conceded that goal late on, which I know personally screwed Dave Greenfield out of about 120 quid. So I am once again apologetic. <laughs> it was uh, a bizarre game though. You can't legislate for three penalties for the one team. Things off. And two sendings Yeah, yeah. So three penalties against you and two sendings off for your team and you yeah. still draw three all and could have hung on. Uh, I mean, it's just harsh. You've got to feel like the ref there was on the uh, the over line, five point five line. Um, but yeah, so th- that was that was last week. Overall, I think I, I wouldn't say it was a particularly great week, but there was some good picks in there. It just yeah. see, see if Magdeburg beat uh, did beat Havelse, I would have put it down as a really good week. I would have put it down as a really yeah. good week. Yeah. Um, as as it as it happens, though, not our best, but hopeful that after the ad break, we'll have uh, some very good picks for this weekend. And now on to this week's picks for Saturday, January 29th, 2022. As always, we shall run through a banker pick each, a value pick each, an outsider pick each, and then culminate in a charity treble where a pick from each of us, we put the accumulator on and all proceeds go to a charity of our choosing. So to kick us off um, for the banker bets this week, I am in Scotland, very close to home, Saturday at 12:30 p.m. for Ross County versus the Rangers. And top of the Scottish Premiership, Rangers on 52 points from 21 games travel to play 10th place Ross County who are on 21 points and it's a 12 team league so 10th place isn't that good. And if you're if you're not familiar with the league don't don't think oh 10th. No, it's oh 10th. <clears throat> Rangers have been consistent all season. They've picked up 25 points from 10 away matches. They're also top of the league's five-game form table, 13 points from the last five games. They've also won this fixture every single time of the last 10 occurrences. So every time, the last 10 times they've played Ross County, they've just won. And they haven't been beaten by Ross County this millennium. So that, that's some time. That is some serious time. They've played 16 times and the results have been 13 Rangers wins and three draws. Um, and away went for Rangers here is two to seven. I just, you know, two to seven. They've done it the last 10 times in a row. Um, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's banker material. Yeah. I mean, old firm teams love talking about that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be moving for my banker into the Liga Nacional. Uh, which is surprisingly less kind of uh, stricken by the AFCON than, than the second division. Um, mm. I think I think most of the players that are going there are from second division or even the French, uh, the Ligue 1. Uh, but the game I'm talking about is on Saturday evening at six o'clock. It is Concarno versus Orleans. Uh, Concarno are the best team um, at home in this division. They've taken 22 points from a possible nine games versus Orleans, who are 12th in the overall away form table, taking eight points from nine games. Uh, Orleans have been dreadful when it came to playing away from home. They got a, they got a very surprise win against Bourgogne-Bress, who were top of the league, but are kind of drifting down. Um, apart from that, they've drawn or lost their last nine games away from home. So that's, you know, 1-0 losses to Red Star, Stambrio-Shan, Villefranche, uh, Cholet, 
draw with Le Mans, uh, a draw that they went then went on to win in extra time in the cup with AC Ajaccio, losing 4-1 to Chateau, losing on penalties to Stade Poivetan, who are in, you know, are a team that I don't know that much about, uh, which is concerning for any French team. I'm not knowing about you. You're outside of the National C. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually going to take the 1x market here. Concarneau, best home team in the league. You can get 1x, and I was talking to Andy earlier on about this, at what I think is the rather odd um, price of 1 to 4 or 2 to 5 or 4 to 11 are the three bookies prices. The bookies are kind of like, well, we don't really care. Uh, so <laughs> you either get 1 to 4 or 4 to 11 for this. Um, I'll obviously be taking them at the, the much larger price, 4 to 11. Um, so Concarno or Draw versus Orleans. Yeah. At your bookies' uh, mercy, you're at. So, unfortunately, if you're if you're betting with Unibet, I would find I'd find another bookie. <laughs> Connor, what you got? Uh, so, I'm in England, very close to home on Saturday, due to the small docket for the weekend. <laughs> uh, and I'm in I'm in the National League, which seems to be Dave's home. Uh, Liga National or the National League? <laughs> the National League. <laughs> yeah. the, the National League, the Conference. Let's call it the Conference. Yeah. Uh, to back South End away to Dover uh, at nine to ten, so it's not Even a bank. Money banker, are you just fucking going right in about this again? Uh, uh, once you hear this, I'm, I'm not sure how they're nine to ten. Yeah, this okay. Is, let's, uh, let's get the bad things out of the way. This is 19th South End versus 23rd Dover. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. But Dover have got four points from 25 games. Wow. That's not, not many points. <laughs> they've not won a game all season. They've drawn four games. Two were nil nil and one two were one one. Uh, and Southend sit comfortable, twenty one points ahead of them, struggling themselves, but won the reverse mixture four one. Dover have lost eight straight. Southend have won the last two. Um, and this pick is just all against Dover. They're just so bad. Um, They've had some trouble at the start of the season. They went into financial administration and didn't have a squad and they've just got a bunch of kids um, and they're lucky to be, be fulfilling all their games. They didn't play at all last season. They they just avoided it. They just awarded everyone three points last season. So I think they're on the verge of going out of business. But this is purely a pick against Dover. And it's a strange price, four to five. Um, they're playing tonight as well. They've got Eastley at home and they're Eastley are four to five as well. Um oh. Hold on, right? You, you you keep talking about your picks. I'm going to go have a look at that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm aware they're playing tonight. South End are also playing tonight, and they're getting beat by Aldershot after ten minutes. That means nothing to me. I mean, doesn't matter. It's, against, it's just against Dover. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm happy because Aldershot were my locals. So that's not too bad. Uh, they're winning, but no, I, I I can't ignore. If you if you look on Flash Score at Dover and just find me a green on there, you, you, there's yeah, nothing. You last, nothing. Last, no, I mean their last result was against Yeovil on the 27th of November they drew one all yeah is that I, was, I, I just seen T Bramble I was like that cannot be Titus Bramble it's not no, it's, it's, no. It's... I, I mean there's the loss after loss after loss they got a draw against Yate Town in the FA Trophy and yeah, yeah. This, this pick is purely on Dover being so bad I mean, I'm not. I've got no faith in Southend whatsoever, but I can't ignore four to five. Yeah, <laughs> on a I, team, you know, 
yeah. mean, they've got a captive audience at the moment, do they not? I mean, there's about 400 lorry drivers that could probably get to that game <laughs> if they wanted. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't quarrel with it. I'll see how they go on against Eastleigh tonight. I've, uh, the only thing is, Connor, I've been here before with Union Berlin playing Reuter first. <laughs> Greater Firth weren't going to business though. They weren't going no, out of business. They, they had they, they were easily the worst team ever in Bundesliga history at the time. And uh, I mean, this team are very close. I mean, they might not Morta, even be in history soon. They'll be getting, they cease know, existence. They conceded at least two goals in the last ten games. I'm not sure where else to go with this. They are so bad. I mean, they'll probably beat Eastleigh tonight. So this is just purely, you know, yeah. <laughs> it will just. Yeah, by, by 10 o'clock, this would just be absolute horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it just now, though. I'm all about all aboard the South End train. Yeah. On to this week's value picks, then, um, where we try and find something we think the bookies may have mispriced or something that there will be better value on than across the rest of the card. Um, now, I'm, I'm going to go to... You said never back your own team, Connor. Never about your but my, but my team are playing this weekend away at Celtic. Uh, so Celtic versus Dundee United, Saturday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership. Celtic are struggling with some crucial injuries at the moment. And my team, Dundee United, are just struggling in general, having lost their last six games in a row. Uh, Celtic are an abysmal 1-8 to eight price to win this game. And that market just doesn't interest me at all. With the amount of injuries, the goals market doesn't even really interest me at all. However, what does interest me is the players' cards market. Um, and if Dundee United are to put up any sort of fight in this game, which we really have to, like, even if we lose, we just need to show that you know we're putting in some sort of effort. We'll have to come out strongly and we'll have to compete in the midfield and not allow Celtic to settle. Um, the way Ange Postacoglu plays with the ball in the deck and being direct, we're going to have to get in their face um, and we're going to have to put in some heavy challenges early. Uh, so after a period out of our team, Callum Butcher actually appeared off the bench in our cup win against Kilmarnock, our extra time cup win last weekend. Um, and I think he might even get to start this game to add fire to the midfield. And if he does, he will definitely, definitely get booked. Um, he's been involved... <laughs> He's been involved in eight games this season, right? Since uh, the 2021 Premiership season. And he has been booked in seven of those eight games. One of them being a sending off. The game he that, didn't that get booked as, in, That counts as two bookings. No, no, it doesn't. No, it, right? So the only game he did get booked in was a game he played 38 minutes in as a sub coming on after he'd been out for an extended period of time through injury. He's obviously been banned for being suspended as well. He's always a good shout to get booked. He's an even better shout to get booked away at Celtic Park. Um, so what I would do is I would take Callum Butcher to be booked, bet void if player doesn't start, just in case he comes on for the last five minutes. See if see if you're watching the game, you're keeping an eye on the game, and he comes on with half an hour to go, bet him to get booked then, because you'll get excellent in-play prices on that. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I just wouldn't take to get booked and not have the insurance of void if doesn't start in case he only gets like three minutes. Um, and, and even at that he still might get booked but yeah he's, he's just one of these guys he's got a reputation now the refs like to book him he also just puts yeah. in ridiculously stupid challenges so, <laughs> so that's that's Callum Butcher for a booking in the Celtic v Dundee United game I mean what has happened to Dundee United over the recent weeks? Um, 
well, we've struggled scoring goals. So when we were winning games at the beginning of the season, if you looked at it, we we hardly scored any goals. We were winning games 1-0. And the reason we were winning them is our centre our center halves were scoring all the goals. So Ryan Edwards scored twice. Charlie McGrew scored twice. Um, and I think that was like four goals across the three-game period where we, we won 2-1, 1-0, 1-0. Mm. And th- that was that was our central defender scored all the goals in those wins. Yeah, you found Tony Watt now, haven't you? Correct. So hopefully now we push on from that. But he's only had one full game. Um, and yeah. that was the that was the cup game against Kilmarnock there. Uh, so yeah. hopefully that fixes. Uh, we also we also had a lot of our midfield out injured, um, and we lost a lot of players due to COVID. So we've got the excuses. We now need to, after coming back and having more players available, actually put some points on the board. It's just a shame that away at Celtic Park is one of the first games to come back into. And all we <laughs> we haven't we haven't won at Celtic Park I think since nineteen ninety three. Oh, yeah, um, I was a year old. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen us win at Celtic Park, and I go all the time, go all the games, and, and it's that way now. And I never have a good time because we always get horsed. But I can't, this game? I can't this not, game? I'm not, I'm not going to this game. We've got personal things going on in this house just now that means I'm not making as many football games as I can at the moment. So this might be the one that we win because I won't be at it. I mean, Tony Watt does know his way around Celtic Park is one thing I'd say like he's and there is a man who would love to get a goal back into them so I mean let's hope for Dundee United see that that brings even more credence see if Dundee United go 1-0 up Callum Butcher's definitely in sent off (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah I mean for my value pick I will take you away from Andy's one just now but keep you in the SPL the Scottish Premier League the cinch as it's now known Um, for Aberdeen versus St Johnson. Now, we like to talk about 10 in a row for positive things, uh, especially in the, the, the SPL. Negative things to connotate of 10 in a row. St Johnson have lost their last 10 games in a row. <laughs> they are bad. They are really bad versus an Aberdeen side who are really good. Uh, they've taken points off Rangers. They beat Dundee, St Mirren, Livingston, Hearts, Hibs. You know, they lost narrowly to Celtic. They did lose to another one there, uh, 2-0. But they're a pretty decent team. And, at the start of the season, not many people seen this coming. They kind of had a whole bunch of hatchet men put together and it didn't look like a, a team that were going to be, you know, <laughs> anything in this league that were going to do anything. But they, they are, you know, they're, they're back up in the league now. They're up into fifth place and 29 points um, just behind Motherwell in fourth, playing against 14-point St. Johnson. Uh, St. Johnson have been rubbish this season. Um, they just came off to a, a loss to Kelty Hearts in the Cup. Um Rounding off one of the uh, weirdest facts of all time, which is no team has ever lost to Kelty Hearts and also played against Galatasaray in the same season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Aberdeen at home here. Uh, you're going to get them at seven to ten or five to seven at short for a value price, but I like it. It's it, the value is in that they should be about one to two. Yeah, I like um, that. One. So yeah, I'm going to take Aberdeen here and I'm going to pass you over to Connor, who I'm sure is in some regional league. Connor, what you got? Uh, no, I'm in England again. Uh, yep. I'm in League One. I'm in that League is, One. Yeah, is, that's fine. Which is actually Dave's home, really, I think. Yeah, this that's it. Spiritual home. Spiritual home. Um, uh, and this is my bet of the weekend, actually. Um, it was very close to being my banker. It's my bet of the weekend. Uh, it's Wigan away to Cheltenham uh, at four to five. Wigan, are, it's a crazy price. It's stupid, stupid price. Wigan, who sit top, are the best team in the league. They've also got four games in hand. 
over their nearest rivals in first. So they are, they're first at the moment by two points uh, and they've got four games in hand on Sunderland, who sits third. Yeah. Um, they've only lost one away game all season, Wigan. And that was to Sunderland on the opening day. And they've only drawn one of the next 10. Uh, they play a Cheltenham side who have not won in nine. <laughs> yeah, that's not drawn great. Four, drawn four, lost five. Um, they tend to draw a lot of games, Cheltenham. And they come against the Wigan side who are scoring goals, don't mind playing home or away. Um, it's just a mad, mad mental price at the four to five. Um, they've they picked up 20 points from the last eight, I believe, Wigan in the last, in the last uh, sorry, form, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, 13 points from the last five, 26 from the last 10. Yeah, they look, they're good. And, you know, they're, they're along with Sunderland, are probably too good for that league. Yeah, <laughs> really. Um, yeah. Whereas Cheltenham I mean, are very yeah, comfortable in that league. <laughs> I mean, Ch- Ch- Cheltenham are doing what Cheltenham are supposed to do in League One. They'll probably finish mid-table, um, yeah. and they're going to lose to these big. T- league One is a mad league. You know, you said like it's got Wigan, Sunderland, Portsmouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Wickham. These are all Championship teams at one point. Um, and switch another one. Switch. Yeah, it's switch. Yeah, but they're, they're four to five. Um, if you, but if you're if you're worried about the four to five price, I have another price on Wigan, which is utterly stupid. They're two points in front with four games in hand, and they're also ten to eleven to win the league. Double Wigan at the weekend, but also with winning the league as an additional it, bit. It's it, it, it's a stu- it's a stupid stupid price. I'm wondering if the bookies are thinking. You know, we're going to at some stage you're going to have to play fixture congestion, yeah, yeah, twice in a week. They're also still in the FA Cup, I believe, yeah, because um, they, they beat Blackburn as well in the FA Cup. So they're, they're even beating teams in the championship, you know, Blackburn yeah. are flying as well. Um, but this is this is a mad price. I can't, I'm all over it. One loss all season away from home, and that was at the start of the season. Cheltenham haven't won in nine. Thank you. I'll take four to five. Is your, is your value pick lower odds than your banker pick, Connor? They're the same price. Nine, ten, <laughs> same, same price. I see what you're trying to do there. Same price. <laughs> Absolutely same price. fantastic. Sorry. Uh, I was also just scrolling my phone there just to see a message from you last week. I understand the logic in these picks, but as we know, the English league is so dodgy. Said you. That must have been in regards to either Salford or Shrewsbury. Salford, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was also, and he also sent that message on a week where there was other football being played. <laughs> you weren't forced into look, that league. I did that to look, myself. I listen to your podcast every week, and even when you went, I mean, I mean, Andy goes, I'm in League One. I went, oh, yeah, I'm in League Two. I went. Oh, God, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Why? Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as he says League One, I'm like, unless you've got a fucking J there, son, get back yeah. out of there and find something else. That's the thing with yeah. me, obviously, like long, longer term listeners will know my favourite leagues um, to to bet in are the, the Japanese leagues and the Danish leagues, which just aren't happening just now. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm forced to do these things. Um, yeah. Well, you're going to love this thing. You're yeah, going to love can this thing. Can I yeah. just quickly say, from the, on the back of last week's podcast, I'm actually five from five in rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, Are you? <laughs> Who have you been playing? Oh, just people at work. I don't tell them the secret, though. I'm just winning all the time. 
They just haven't got a clue. Like, how do you win all the time? Meta game strategy. All you have to say to them, Connor, for five or a month, you can find out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, join the Patreon site and you'll yeah. find out. <laughs> <laughs> I should maybe do a, just a longer episode about all sorts of rock paper scissors theory. There you go. That's a, yeah. that's something that, that could be in the pipeline for um, if COVID rears its head again. Future no growth. One. There's no RPS. one week. <laughs> <laughs> On to the outsider picks. Um, I had a successful one last week. Let's try and follow that up. This is where we try and find something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog that we think has a really good shot of coming in. Um I'm in England in the championship, Connor. Let's see what you think of this oh. one. <laughs> Cardiff versus Nottingham Forest, and away win for Forest is nine to five. Uh, two I to one it. if you shop around, but uh, nine to five on bet 365 at the moment. So Cardiff are placed 20th in the league on 23 points. Forest are eighth on 40 points. Cardiff are also the worst team in the entire league when only considering home games. They've picked up a measly seven points from 12 home games. Forest are good away from home, 22 points in the road from 13 matches, and that's the fourth best in the entire league. So they're, they're outperforming their, their overall total away from home. Form-wise, Forest have managed nine points in the last five. Cardiff only managed two, so Cardiff are not playing well at the moment. Forest have also won the last two games, these uh, the last two times these teams have played each other at the Cardiff City Stadium. And I'm not going to be surprised if they also win this one and make it three in a row. Almost two to one. That's too big. Great price. I love this. Forest are up 1 0 just now as well. They're, they're, they're currently winning. Um, yeah, they're 1 0. So, yeah, I like it in there. No, no. it. What day was that, Andy? Sorry? Uh, so that's Sunday at 4 pm. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But Cardiff are terrible. They're so bad at the moment. Terrible. Where are you checking what day it was in case that was the early kickoff on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> don't be, don't be. <laughs> You're like, nah, 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 nah. Just, just cancel it. Um, yeah. He'd already said the early kickoff earlier. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's done it again. Um, no, it's the, late, it's the late kickoff, 4 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, fine. That's acceptable. <laughs> um, I'm going to take you for my outsider to, rather surprisingly for me, it's not a league I'm in often, uh, Scottish Championship. Um, this is Kilmarnock versus Inverness. This game's a draw. Oh, that's, big, that's <laughs> bold. Really bold. Kilmarnock have drawn three of their last five games, including a one-each draw with Dundee United. Uh, you know, uh, Kilmarnock drew with Partick in there. They drew with Morton in there. Inverness have drawn their last four games in a row with... Dunfermline, Queen of the South, Wraith and Arbroath losing and their only game that they didn't draw in that last five um, was to in, was to Hamilton away from home uh, where the Hamilton were 15-4 in that game which seems ridiculous they went up Inverness went up 1-0 as well uh, that was David Moyle of uh, Zimbabwe the big man banging him in um, so yeah I just think this game's heading towards a draw I've Kilmarnock are not in any great shakes at the moment you know they, they did well against Dundee United but teams can do well they were, they were the quite cup. good um, I, I just think that this game heads towards a draw every time uh, the last time it was played it was 1-0 to Inverness the previous time was 1-0 to Inverness the previous time was 2-1 to Kilmarnock these games are not like there's no four threes in there there's no there's no, the games don't contain many goals and they're not separated by much the two games before that were one each um, I just think this game looks very droy and that's why I take it in there. You said you found quite a lot of outsiders this weekend. This was the one that stood out for me the most. Um, and I found it pretty dry on outsiders, to be honest. So nine to four uh, for Kilmarnock versus Inverness. 
Take it away, Connor. Uh, yeah, so I'm in uh, Eng- English League Two, uh, Saturday three o'clock. Good old traditional kickoff time. <laughs> yeah, I like um, kickoff. That good kickoff yeah, time. That it's a good kickoff time. Um, I've backed a team uh, on the basis that this price should be a coin flip, and it's not. Uh, I've got Crawley away to Bradford at the very big price of four to one. Um, it's 14th place Crawley plays 12th place Bradford. Uh, one point separates them, um, and Bradford. Are, a three to four on. Nothing, nothing says to me that this that they should be odds on. This should be more of a coin flip. Um, if you look at the form table as well, they sit directly opposite each other in in the last five games. Crawley do better away from home. They picked up more points away from home. They've beaten Northampton this season, who sit third. Bradford a bit hit and miss. They you know they hadn't won for a while. Then they beat Salford uh, last weekend. Uh, after Salford went down to ten men. Um, and there's a lot of unrest going on at Bradford at the moment as well. There's a lot of fans who don't like Derek Adams at the moment who came down from Scotland. Yeah, um, Ross County. Yeah, don't like the formation he's playing. And for a mid-table clash, it's Crawley are far too big. I don't necessarily think Crawley are going to win, but I'd rather be on a 4-1 to one shot than yeah, yeah. odds on for Bradford. If, mean, if you, Crawley yeah. beat them the last time they played as well. Like this, yeah, this fixture, so, it was 2-0 win. Yeah, I mean, Crawley are kind of doing what Crawley are supposed to do in that league. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're, they won't get relegated. They'll sit in mid-table. Bradford, on the other hand, probably are, are a big club in that league and they should really do be doing a lot better. Um, they, they're really hit and miss. But I, like I said, I can't I can't understand why one team is 4-1 to one and one is odds-on directly next to each other in the league. There's nothing in the form or stats that say that Bradford are superiorly let's say 75% better than Crawley yeah. so um, I mean even the draw was 5-2 to two, so the, the biggest price is, a, is an away win which like Gordo said happened last time um, I think they've lost once in the last four fixtures home and away to Bradford um, so I'd rather be on the 4-1 to one shot than the nods on so it, it's a coin flip pick really um, like we said we struggle for outsiders there's a lot of coin flip prices but this one kind of looked really big to me on mm-hmm. on on the side of where they are on the table and stats. So, yeah, Crawley 4-1 to one to me, uh, Saturday at 3 o'clock. Yeah, I like I, it. it's about 5-2 to two in my eyes, that, that, that game, and you're getting way yeah. more than that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I like the price. Um, and that'll make a good outsider, Trixie, which I'm just back there as we were talking. I was like, I'm locking, I'm locking that price locking in. these before, prices in. <laughs> before that 4-1 to one goes down the way and before Forrest come in as well. Yeah. <laughs> if indeed they do go on to win tonight. So that's the main that's the main picks. On to the charity picks. And this week, Connor, you said you are going to stake a mega charity yeah. treble. Um yeah. so we shall do it rather than me, Gordo, you. How about we mix the order up and we do it chronologically? So my game is is the good UK traditional kickoff time. Does anyone have anything before that? Yes. Uh... No, mine's a traditional kickoff time as well. I mean, so, well, technically, mine is a traditional kickoff time, but it's for the uh, the Dritta League. <laughs> so let's go with Gordo, then me, and then you can round it off, Connor. Um, okay. okay, so I'll kick us off with this um, with Kaiserslautern versus Hallisher. So this is in the Dritta League. Kaiserslautern are second in the league behind uh, teams that are cruising, such as Magdeburg. They weren't last week, but they're they're you know they're roughly cruising overall. They're 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 eleven points behind Magdeburg, and they're in second. So that shows how good Magdeburg are in that league. Versus 15th place Hallisher, who are one point out of the relegation zone, um, with Verrill and uh, Turkgushu Munchen just below them. Um, 
not a great team really in here. Hallisher's away form is dreadful. They've lost their last six in a row. 1-0-5-1-4-1-2-1-2-0-2-1. They're not great. And even before that, they haven't won a game uh, away from home. Uh, they haven't won a game away from home. I think it's this. Oh no, They've done some this season. They've taken seven points away from home this season from 11 games. Uh, Kaiser's out in a home have taken 24 points from 11 games. Kaiser's out and are just a better team in this spot. They've beaten better teams as well, and they are beating Victoria Berlin, Victoria Cologne, Mepin, and Wayne in the last few games. Um, you're going to get Kaiser's out at 7 to 11 or 2 to 3. And I think that's a big price for a team that are playing someone who may get relegated this season. Um, so, yeah, if think of it this way if they were in a, one of the English leagues, it'd be Wigan. So that's what I'd like to take, but you're not getting them even money though. So uh, two to three for Kaiserslautern. Start off the charity right. Cool. And hopefully that comes in and then rolls on to my Saturday 3pm kickoff in the English League One. Mansfield versus Leighton Orient. Home win for Mansfield is better than evens. It's 11 to 10. Really like that. I should really, you know, that'll boost things a wee bit in terms of price. So Mansfield are seventh, 41 points. Orient 13th on 32 points. But Mansfield are in such good form right now. They're a perfect 15 points from the last five league matches. Orient have only managed four points from their last five. Mansfield also joined top in the league's home game table. So they're, they're excellent at home, 30 points from 15 home matches. And Orient have only managed 10 points on the road from their 11 away games. Better than evens. It's just such a good price. Uh, I, I was scared to have it as my value this week in, in an English lower league game. Uh, after Connor warned me last week. So it's in the charity slot instead, and hopefully the charity benefits from it. So it's a Mansfield win. Yeah, that was going to be my original charity pick as well. Good, I'm glad you're on side. So so when it loses next week, I can't get that much stick because you both agree with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm the same time, but I'm in the championship. Uh, so hopefully we'll, by five o'clock, we'll, we'll have a charity winner up. Uh, and I am... Backing West Brom at 21-20 away at Millwall. I'm not really sure why, because West Brom are so hit and miss, but Millwall are so bad. <laughs> they are so bad. that There's lots of things going on at Millwall. Players don't want to play. You know, Jed Wallace wants to move to Turkey for some reason. Not really sure why. Yeah, um, transplant you, teeth, you know. That's... Yeah, teeth, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're struggling with COVID and injuries. Yeah. But sold, big, but sold big striker Matt Smith to Salford for some reason. Um They've got kids on the bench. They've lost their last four. I mean, West Brom weren't great. They, they hadn't won in five until last week. They beat Peterborough 3-0, who they really should beat, and fans aren't really enjoying the football at West Brom. But they still sit fifth in the table, fourth or fifth. Yeah, they, they sit fifth, only only five points off the automatics. Um, and the squad is far too good to, you know, be Being that in. runt, yeah. Yeah, it's too good. Um, and away from home at 21 to 20, um, I thought it was a really good price. They conceded the least amount of goals in the league as well without winning games, um, which is a bit mental. Um, and they, on their day, they can score goals as well, whereas Millwall are really struggling. They, they sit mid-table at the moment. Um, they're, they're 10 points you know, from relegation, so they're, they're safe. They're a worse team in that league, but they're just going for a real slump. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, bigger than even money will make the uh, charity bet a little bit juicier. I don't know it's particularly. I don't know that much about the championship. To be fair, it's it's weird. You get that thing with those leagues where you look at it like I'd comfortably see if you had a pick from like Turkey. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's that. You know, I'd, I'd be able to say. But the championship is one of those leagues in League One. I'm like, I just fucking like. If you ask me who was in it, I definitely wouldn't get 
half of the teams. <laughs> like I'd have oh no, they were actually they went out of business six years ago or like yeah, no, they're they're in league two now. Um but yeah, good I like the pick though from what you've said. I like it. It's good charity yeah. travel all over by five PM on Saturday and hopefully as you say, Connor. Um, we'll, we'll we'll have some money to dish out to a charity of your choosing. Yes, uh, it's going to be Help for Heroes, which helps uh, injured uh, army veterans. Yes, cool. well aware of Help for Heroes. Ex- excellent choice. So hopefully we have a, a, a nice for them next week. That was the show for this week. We do have a Facebook group. We're all members of that, along with a couple of hundred other um, enthusiastic sports bettors. Search for Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and get involved. Join in the chat and the community. All sorts yeah. of good stuff on there. Um, I'm sure we'll be chatting darts over the weekend, possibly a bit of horse racing. Um, there's always something on the go. We Facebook also have a group's great at the moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's so much stuff in it. <laughs> I, I was reading something the other day about some bloke giving me in-play tips in the Macau League. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> I did see that. It was, yeah, it turned out, because we, I was in the car actually with Andy coming back somewhere, and it's George <laughs> Jones who posts tips. Yeah, 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 it's, it's so Jones, George. yeah. Uh, but he, he posted from the, the Macau League, and uh, I was going to Andy, I was like, mate, I don't even know where these teams, it's like, it's difficult to find it. Like, I, do you know Could you wait, point even, to Macau on a map? No, uh, I think it's no. I know Gordon it's probably <laughs> Gordon. Gordon's one of these guys that just knows maps. I'm big into maps, to be fair. But at the same time, it was looking. It was like, but it said Benfica Mac, and I was like yeah. Benfica, and I was like, this is either esports or this is Benfica <laughs> in some Macclesfield regal regional league. Like this is Inter Benfica versus like Borussia Mo. It's the two teams that are playing. Like, but yeah, so the Facebook group's been really good. There's some I know Dave's posted tonight about four or five teams. Uh, I think Shrewsbury to beat Gillingham, uh, and he liked Barnsley. Uh, Forrester home at Barnsley, and I know Forrester winning just now. Yeah. Um, Brian last night posted about Co- uh, Cameroon versus Comoros uh, and their keeper and missing, and obviously it didn't quite work out. But he was definitely you know <laughs> posting about the right stuff in there. And then the, the only other thing to mention was. Um, I know that Joey had a he really fancied both teams to score in the Valencia versus Atletico Madrid game, which I was so close to messaging him like that's a bad pick. It's like they're not gonna, <laughs> yeah, both teams scored. He was totally right. Joey He's all right. totally correct. Glad I didn't message yeah. you about it. Glad it stayed up there. Um okay, yeah, yeah. Can, can we also can we also just say that since the mega pod, Greuther Firth are on Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. Greuther Firth are on an absolute tear. <laughs> That's what so I said. Even, ever, even one at the weekend. What's going on here? Ever <laughs> since Gordon got me this Greuther Firth top for Christmas. <laughs> the juju. They've, I know. They've, 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 they've turned it round. Yeah, I've turned it round. <laughs> I, was, I was impressed. I was impressed Neil and Neil lasted 10 minutes, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Did end a draw, though, Connor. Did end so a draw. This, I, I did take it as a draw. I said I've bat nil nil and over five and a half match goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were close. <laughs> we were close. Um, in addition to the Facebook group, we also have a Patreon channel. So it's www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the Patreon app from the App Store and search for Trample Bet. It's five pound fifty a month. Gets you into the Trample Bet Club. Supports us. Um, and, and every little helps to keep an independent podcast going and you get loads in return. You get a cheat sheet with all the picks written down. So everything from this week's show in a nice, handy, easy to read format. You get this show as soon as we do it. So this is Tuesday evening and it will be released 
as a video file. Um, so you can sit and see us as, as well as listen to us. Uh, when we go to the break during the normal podcast, you actually get a middle section in, in the video podcast that is a lot longer and is the three of us shooting the breeze about picks that didn't make the show and specifically this week a bit of horse racing and uh, some darts tournaments that are coming up. And we also do one-off podcasts about big sporting events throughout the year. So um, I tend to cover darts, baseball, horse racing. Um, Gordon's big into his UFC. Uh, Connor will join us on um, the Cheltenham podcast that we do, uh, where we do four different podcasts. It's a big week, Cheltenham. Lots Busy, of extra Busiest content. week of the year for content. It's, it's, you, you end up like, you're at day four and you're like, I've looked at too many horses. I've looked at far too many horses. <laughs> so there's all that good stuff and it really does help us out. So it's uh, Patreon and then search for Trampled Bet. It's been fun this week, guys. Connor, thank you very much for joining us once again. No worries. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Looking for you to uh, go four of four again. If I, go, yeah. if I go four for four, I'm never coming back home, by the way. As yeah. you have done in the recent past. <laughs> Into the ether. It's like, where the corner going? He's just, he's just retired. <laughs> my, my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. We're, you know, it's going to happen one time. That that 12 of 12 is going to happen. Hopefully it's this week. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Fingers crossed. <laughs> closest we went, we, we, I think the closest we went uh, 10 of ten. 11. 10 of 11. Yeah, because there's a void game in there. Yeah, yeah, ten of eleven. So, you know, and these things, uh, a wee fiver on that returns literally thousands. <laughs> so one, sometimes one day, hundreds one of day, thousands. One day we'll hit it, yeah. and then that'll be it. That'll be the last episode. We won't even do a recap. <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Have a lovely weekend. Best of luck. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.